welcome in one and all. This is the full 10 yards at Betting Podcast. Week nine is on the horizon and we also have a, uh, the second spate of international series games to get through. So we'll be covering that as Liam's Kansas City Chiefs uh, host, host the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> and uh, Adam's Cincinnati Bengals are on uh, Sunday Night Football. So lots of uh, primetime action for the boys on the podcast tonight and um, got a nice little Dallas, uh, Dallas Philadelphia on 925 as well. So lots of juicy games to get involved with. Um, welcome you in, boys. Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how I'm uh, going to stay up for Sunday night. It's the first, first kind of late night I've had to do with um, my new job, so... Uh, luckily, it's kind of flexi hours, so I can go in a little bit later on the Tuesday, if, on the Monday if I need. But yeah, it'll be the first one because I didn't bother staying up for Rams Bengals on the Monday night. Yeah, shame, shame it wasn't last week because obviously it'd have been twelve twenty rather than the one the one twenty. Yeah, but, but yeah. yeah I, I, did, when you first when you first started that sentence, I thought you were going to say I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to stay up for tonight's game, and I was just like, well, it's the Steelers, so it's quite an easy quite an easy pass for you <laughs> but, but it is 12 20 so at least uh you know they, they shoved the Steelers versus Titans again a primetime game where I have no idea why the hell they selected it but uh, everyone, everyone's got to play everyone's got to play a third tonight game haven't they? So. I know but like yeah but that one yeah it was I don't think even prime Titans and Steelers would have been a good game so yeah I can't imagine it being great yeah, well, Kenny Pickett even tried to make it. Yeah, you know, he's going to be available for you if you wanted to watch it. But uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, Liam, you are well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Liam, uh, you are you are travelling to uh, the the lovely city of Frankfurt on uh, on Sunday. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I'm going late Saturday, so I'm going to miss some of the Saturday afternoon festivities. I've seen a boat going around with loads of Chiefs players. The, the championship. And... Yes, which you can have a boat party on the day, which I'm going to miss out. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Should be good, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Can't go much worse than last weekend, in, in theory. So, oh, mate. Uh, yeah. At least my betting picks were all right last week. That was the only thing that saved me. Cause other than that, I was ready to uh, jump off a cliff. So. Yeah, lovely lovely little segue there. Yeah, you were the best performing uh, um, pundit, should we call it? I don't know if we can call ourselves pundits. But yeah, four out of six uh, for you, three out of six for me. Uh, and two out of six for Adam, but Adam did get the uh, nice Kincaid. I think we both we mentioned it last week, didn't we, Adam? Kincaid at five to two anytime yeah. touchdown scorer was uh, was one of the standout bets. So yeah, whilst you only got two out of six, your profit and loss was not too far away from from ours, and I haven't worked them out. So I mean, we're, we're I think yeah, overall, we're I think we're all overall about even even money for the week. So yeah. Can't be can't be sniffed at. But we've got another week, a full week of some bye weeks, obviously, this week. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, get straight into that uh, absolute classic for Thursday night football. Tennessee Titans travelling to Hinesfield for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers, two and a half point favourites over under here. A whopping 36 and a half. Uh, Adam, as you're such a uh, Pittsburgh Steelers enthusiast, we'll stop you. Let's be fair. The only reason to watch this game is because Will Levis is there. Like he's the only thing that is possibly going to be entertaining in the whole game. I think. Um, obviously, Kenny Pickett went out last week and is being being a hero and playing through it because you know he's he's the 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 thing that keeps the Steelers running is Kenny Pickett on the offense. Um, <laughs> no, it, it's 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 going to be a very heavily defensive game. Uh, the Steelers have that. I think the reason I dislike them even more is that they never look like they should ever win games. Like they, their <laughs> defense keeps them in it for three quarters, and then they figure out how to do a little bit of offense in the fourth quarter, and that that seems to be their role for every single game. Um, I don't agree with at all with NFL Total Access who have gone for 
Steelers win. All four of them have gone for Steelers win. I don't think they've obviously seen them this week, which is uh, a little bit weird. But no, I, it, it's not going to be a thriller. Obviously, Will Levis lobbing the ball down the field. I think he had three of the longest um, touchdown passes all year. Uh, with his, and he nearly had another one, I, th- I believe, last last week. So he's definitely got an arm, arm on him. And DeAndre Hopkins is there again this week. Obviously, he'll be better covered. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, I assume, is missing out. Uh, I think he did um, his hammy last week. So that's a blow to their defense. Um, and the Steelers, from what I believe, are trying. Well, last week they put in more youth. They put in Jerry Porter, who got killed on a load of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they go on defense. But. Yeah, it's not one I'll be staying up for. Um, but I am hoping, and I know this is a trap. This is very much a trap. Is uh, Will Levis over one and a half touchdown passes is my bet this week because it's two to one. Like I know it's a trap. I know that that's terrible odds. Actually, no, sorry, that's completely wrong. That is good odds, <laughs> and that's why I'm going to back it. Is because two to one for someone, anyone in the Premier in the professional National Football League. You say the Premier League. <laughs> I was I was going with professional and then it yeah it merged into that. Anyone in the NFL, any quarterback can throw two touchdowns in a game. Well, he's more he's more one yards. Yeah, well, I mean he's more, he's more likely to do Mink Mink Fitzpatrick back there. I think they're also getting they're getting Cam Hayward back tonight as well. Yeah, yeah. So easy come, easy go, as they say. Um, yeah, like I say, it's not going to be a great one. I was I was just having a look to see what prices the uh, the defences were for any time touchdown scorers. But I, yeah, I mean, even at that lower line, like, I don't really see anything other than just defences kind of on top. And unless Levis, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think this, this is one of those games where it could be really, really low or like actually quite shockingly high. But I'm not quite sure. Thursday nights never lend itself to never lend themselves to execution on offense being you know at a high level. So I probably tend tend to lean to the former. Uh, but defense and special teams anytime touchdown score for Pittsburgh six to one, uh, and Tennessee seven to one. So I wouldn't be kind of be being put off those. Uh, I would probably take. Um, I don't mean two and a half line. Two and a half lines pretty. Pretty. I mean, I always take Pittsburgh Steelers at home. I suppose I've got to take the Steelers minus two and a half. But I mean, that would. I, th- I think if you had a gun to my head, even pulling the trigger would be a, would actually be an option there. But um, I don't. I don't. Condo- don't condone that. I don't condone that. But it's not not really a game right now I can call. So it's just one. Of, like say, even fantasy implications. Not many people are going to be looking and checking all their sleeper leagues to see how many points they got on Friday morning, are they? So, um, but the one the one bet that I picked out was Jalen Warren over nineteen and a half receiving yards. He got he had nineteen last week. Um, obviously, which would obviously be a loser, but uh, and then minus one the week before. But and I think the four games prior to that, he had he had the overs, and and I think considering how good kind of the the Titans' defense is, and um, I think they've got, they've got a good a decent run defense or a decent defensive line. So um, I think you could see quite a lot of dump off passes to to Jalen Warren, and they're going to do that more to Warren than they are Najee Harris. And I thought nineteen and a half was. Was a, was a decent line to, to get over. So, I mean, he's, he's not he's not Austin Eckler, but he's looked quite good receiving out of the backfield. So, I thought nine and a half is uh, easily obtainable, and it's kind of the way I was going to att- attack this rather than trying to find a touchdown scorer or go overs or unders or to, to find a win. It's, just, it's it, I feel I feel like it's more of a prop game in this one, um, especially with you know Kenny Pickett banged up and Will Levis coming in. So, we're not quite sure what we're going to get. But Liam, what are your thoughts on the game? Well, 33 to 1 for no touchdown sounds quite fun to bet if you were going to stay up and watch and just pray for awful football. Um, yeah, I'm similar to you guys in terms of not really knowing what to expect. 
it does feel like with Will Levis, it's either going to be a 40-yard completion, the worst, most incomplete pass you've ever seen, or a one-yard run for Derrick Henry at times <laughs> with how it looked last week. Um, so, yeah, it's a very hard game to call. So, I'm similar to you. I wouldn't be actually probably betting it. I don't hate the Titans' money line rather than the, the spread. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I just think it's just too risky, really, to bet. Um, I always normally bet for the Titans because of the coach, but they're going against another coach who seems to get bad teams to win football games. So, yeah, I think it's one to kind of stay away from from, from that perspective. Um, my best bet is I've gone for one of the um, requested bets on Sky. So, it's Derek Henry and Najee Harris to have 50 rushing yards each. I think they're both going to get so many attempts uh, that start on the 20 that even if you think it's a low-scoring game, they might get to the 50 and then punt and then we're just happening all night long. So uh, I think that's a pretty good bet. It's 13 to 8. So uh, I think they're going to rely on them a lot, especially if Levis does start quite poorly because then you know Vrabel will just turtle up and just say, we're just going to have to run the ball all night and hope our defense can can stop them. So yeah, I like that. Um, if you are a Royal Levis believer, I think Hopkins' line, which I think is 50... Uh, what is it? Uh, so it's four and a half receptions, which I like the over, and 54.5. If you think Levis is good and can throw the ball down the field, he's throwing it to Hopkins. So I think the line is if Tannehill was going to play, whereas I think with, with Levis, he's more likely to chuck it down the field. So yeah, I don't mind mm. those either. Yeah, Tajay Spear over receiving yards, 14 and a half as well. It's not, a, not too bad. Um, but I, no, I, didn't ha- didn't have a look. I haven't yeah, had a look yeah. at what he's... I don't know what his receiving lines have been for the last couple of games, so I can't give any context to I, that, but that seems I quite good as well. I go for Derek Henry over receiving lines now. Um, it was nine and a half last week. He went over that. It's 12 and a half this week, so I don't mind either of the uh, either of the running backs, frankly, I should say. Yeah. But yeah, not, so Derek Henry is uh, over 11 and a half on Skybet as well, so... Every every yard counts. Every yard <laughs> counts, fellas. Uh, right, let's move on then to do, do, Sunday, uh, no, the Germany game. Uh, let's say Liam will be in attendance, so anyone uh, out in Deutschland, go and say hello to him. Uh, but they are... Um, I've got the handicap the wrong way around, so that's good. Kansas City are two-and-a-half-point favourites. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point favourites, four, four to five on the uh, money line. Over-under here is 50-and-a-half. I think that's the highest of the week if memory serves me correctly. Uh, but yeah, it's good to, at least you're, you're going to see a, potentially a, a very good game. Um, both offences should be, should be not necessarily far on all seasons because no one watched, uh, Kansas, you, you watched Kansas City last week, but on paper, Liam should be, um, well, obviously you're going to go for a Chiefs win, aren't you? Because you're, you're just as bad as, as Jack was on, on doing Dolphins and Tua. So. <laughs> Jack sometimes would bet against them if, uh, as well, though, whereas I'm not, I'm not, don't do that very often. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we're allowed to choose this game as a best spread because it's not the 6 9 pm slate, but I did choose Chiefs minus one and a half as my best spread. Um, I think it will be a pretty fun game. It is the highest total. I think the Bengals game, which we'll talk about next, the second highest. So the primetime games are, should be shootouts, which should be quite fun. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to say about last week's uh, performance. It kind of everything went wrong that, that could go wrong. But this is the number one offense in the NFL versus number five. So in theory, that total should go smashed over. But I think all it takes is a couple of turnovers from one of these defenses and it becomes a little bit difficult to score that number of points on the road because international series games don't normally start off fast. Like It wouldn't shock me if there was two punts in the first three possessions just for these two teams. Then maybe in the second half, you start seeing them score. Um but yeah, there's some good bets that I like. I think the spread is good. I, I think that over 50.5 is okay, but I don't think I would bet it. Um, I, I, I would probably bet, I'd probably bet overs in play if it starts slow. 
Yeah, so did I. Because it actually was 51 and a half. It was 51 and a half two days ago and 52 the day before that. So it is coming down as well. So if you get 49 and a half on the day, there's a chance that you could go over. Um, But yeah, I'll be looking at all sorts of Kelsey props. I think Tyree Kill props is one I think a lot of people would do, but I think that Waddle's probably the the one for, for people to do. Chiefs are very good against number one receivers. But that normally means the number two receiver has a lot more, <laughs> a lot more time and space. So I do think Waddle overs um, should be quite good, uh, and I'll be trying to find some sack totals as well because uh, Virgin Bet does some, and Tua's is always really loaded because they get the ball out so quick. But Spags is obviously a bit of a blitz-heavy <laughs> maniac, so I think there could be some sacks. But yeah, Chiefs minus one and a half is my best bet. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes could go nuclear in this game just because he likes to do that in games where people think the other team are going to win so yeah first half match points 24 and a half is the line five to six the pair and then but you've got uh one that sticks out to me a little bit fourth quarter total points what would you put the line at 13 and a half uh, what was that is, is, 13, is and 13, 13 and a half yeah so i i'd probably yeah. take the over on that maybe yeah, I'd take the over on that as well. I'd take the under maybe on the first half points from what you said there. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what that's the best way. I, that's the way I was leaning. Go on, under 24 and a half points. What's for, for let me just get first quarter Ten total points. points. Ten points. First yeah, quarter. nine and a half first quarter total points. That seems quite low. Um, yeah, so I'd go probably under under on the first half points and then over in the fourth quarter, 13 and a half. So yeah, there we go. Adam. Yeah, I, I love the Chiefs on the spread this week. Um, the Dolphins have played two good teams this year and they've been terrible against both. So coming up against their third good team of the season, then uh, there's only one way I can go on it. And Chiefs, it was minus one and a half. It's now two at bet 365. So it's all over the place because obviously we've got two and a half at Skybet as well. So yeah, it's all over the shop. But um, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs have a, not going to say a comfortable win because um, I don't, I, I'm surprised their offense is number five. Is that DVOA? Yeah, DVOA and uh, EPA per play as well. I was going to say because point points scored obviously hasn't been as no. explosive <laughs> as 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 previous years, but their defense has stepped up. And yeah, I I think I I'd, I'd, I'd probably lean under on the total overall. Uh, but I do agree with you guys that starting slow and finishing fast is probably the way to attack the total. Um, I don't believe I had anything for this one, so I'll go with um I'll go with over fourth quarter points as my bet for this one if. Uh, if we're doing one, yeah. Who was it? Uh, it was moaning that they um, had to get some babysitters for their dogs or something. It was the, <laughs> it was the, I can't remember who the player was. Someone was moaning that they had to get some dogs. Um, and if anyone else needs a babysitter for their dogs in the Basingstoke area, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> free, free, free advertisement. Absolutely, absolutely. Was that a Chiefs? Was that, was that a Chiefs player? Was it moaning? Yeah, Marcus Valdez Scantling. He says, "Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I've got to find a babysitter for my dogs for a couple of days." Marcus, Marquez, come here, mate. Come here. Well, fly actually, me fly me out can to just... wherever it is you live, and I'll, I'll more than happily do it. <laughs> he can just stay at home with how he played last week. I'm, I'm fine with that. He can just stay at home and look after his own dogs. Uh, by the way, Rasheed Rice's line's gone up now to forty-five point five. It was thirty-eight last week. I still quite like 45.5. Um, he's playing really, really well and getting the ball more every week. Last week was a bit of an anomaly for the whole offense. But uh, yeah, Rishi Rice. His touchdown uh, number's gone down now, though. So yeah, but I don't mind his over on yardage. Seven to four yeah. for any time. Yeah, he's mm, also yeah. Un- under a- under over four and a half receptions. That seems quite tad high. But uh... Kadarius Tony, 11 to two now. I'll be betting it. 
We know you will. We know you will be. Um, right, let's move on to Adam's team then. Sunday night football again. It should be an absolute belter. Buffalo Bills are the visitors. Bengals one and a half point favourites. I suppose when it when it's kind of a coin flip, you have to give someone uh, uh, over a, a minus and a plus. But so yeah, eight to eleven on the money line for the Bengals. Forty nine and a half, as uh, Liam said, the second highest total of the week. Adam, we'll start with you as it's your uh, your Bengals. Yeah, um, if you saw the highlights from last week, I watched the 49ers game last week, then it looks like Joe Burrow is back. Um, there is no way in hell he should have got out of one of the one of the sack attempts at the start of that game, and he, he did, and he tore them apart. He had 19 completions in a row, his personal best, um, against a pretty decent defence. So going up against a Bills beaten up defence, I think uh, I, I'm, I'm weirdly confident, and it's obviously not a place I like to be, so... <laughs> Um, if you look back at last year, obviously the Bengals would have beaten them in that regular season game um, had someone not literally died on the field and then they beat them in the snow in Buffalo. So um, I'm I'm pretty confident of the Bengals winning this week. Um, I, I, it's um, quite interesting. There was something um, about Gabe Davis. Apparently they were doing like his average depth of target was down about half of what it used to be. So because of Dawson Knox being out, they're running more three wide receiver sets. So Gabe Davis over receptions, possibly under yards, is uh, maybe a decent look for his side of things. The Bengals do give up yards, but they do um, bend, not break in the in the red zone. Um, and also, I, I would like to shout out the Bengals linebackers as the best in the league because they went up against probably the best in the league last week and they looked far, far better than them, uh, Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt. Um but yeah, I, I'm I'm weirdly confident. Um, I think that it could be a big game. Um, Joe Burrow tends to step up in primetime games, um, and the stadium is going to be um, black and black and orange stripes in the crowd. They've uh, they're organising everyone to wear the correct colours in the correct seating areas. So uh, they're going to put on a show at least, and hopefully they'll put on a show on the field. I do do think it's going to be quite high scoring. How fucking sad is that? Anyway, <laughs> I knew he was going to vote at that. <laughs> Uh, I'm in. I'm in Royal seat fifty four. I've got to wear black. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get me out of here. Um, I, I thought you were going to say, "Oh, like before the game when like they put the and they some paper the, up or the something." TFO like, things. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, all game is going to be there, and they do put on a light show as well nowadays. Uh, they they're going pure uh, Crystal Palace and State of Sunderland <laughs> and all that kind of guff. So. Uh, yeah, the, the, it it'll be it'll be a good game. It'll be um should be quite high scoring, and I think the Bengals win. That was my my bet was just Bengals straight out win. Although I do like Liam's. Yeah, um, I am a bit surprised that the line isn't a two point five. I'm not necessarily saying it should ever get to three, but I think they're giving the Bills kind of a bit too much credit or a bit too much name, uh, or maybe mm-hmm. it's the opposite. They're maybe not Which giving the Bengals enough credit because they, they they I say it was I enjoy watching the 49ers get absolutely demolished because they demolish us each year. So it's actually nice to see a team you know beat all over the 49ers. But I don't just think I don't think the Bengals are getting quite much credit and. Maybe this is the game where it will kind of flip. So from you know, if Bengals win and win like going away type stuff, they'll from next week you then maybe can't back them because it's gone too far the other way. But yeah, I mean, give me the overs. I think it'd be um, a high scoring game. I think Josh Allen, obviously, yeah, and the the Bills can obviously just put up points um, if if things just get starting to starting to click. And I think I say the Bengals. I don't think we'll have any troubles. Um, on, on offense, getting the ball down the field and, and into the end zone. So, uh, Liam, do you, do you feel like the same way about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, Bills are still a really, really good offense. And Josh Allen yeah. also normally steps up in prime time to his detriment half the time. <laughs> He'll run too much in this game and get absolutely nailed uh, all the time. 
Um, but the Bills' secondary has been really bad. The corners have been really bad this year. Um, court, they can't find a corner to go opposite White. They've tried every corner they've got and traded for Rasul Douglas, who I don't know if he'll play in this game or not, but all that says to me is that the Bengals' offense would also go off. So, yeah, I love the overs. Um, the Bills were actually favoured in this game, which is where I've got my bet from. Um, so, basically, Sky do the handicap markets, and they do a handicap and points. And it doesn't yeah. look like they've changed it from the original. So, my best bet, is Bengals plus two and a half and over 47.5, which is actually what the original line opened up at near nearly. It was one and a half and 48 and a half. So, yeah, I just think, I think the Bengals are going to win. I think 47 and a half, I'm getting an extra point and a half as well on the line. Um, I think it'll be 50 plus. I think this game will have more points than the Chiefs-Dolphins game will. So, yeah, I think it's a really good bet. And I think the Bengals are a better team than, than the Bills. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll win. Yeah, that's seven to four as well. I didn't don't think uh, Liam specified the price, but yeah, Bengals plus two and a half yeah. uh, over over forty seven and a half. Uh, we we'll go we'll go through. In fact, it, oh no, we've got still got Monday Night Football. Um, yeah, seven to four for that. Yeah, do like that indeed. And then rounding us off, um, probably won't be as high scoring as some of the other games that we've just <laughs> we've just gone through. But uh, you never know. It's the Chargers, the Chargers like to do funny things. The Chargers traveling to MetLife to play the Jets. They are three and a half point favorites. Are the Chargers at six to four money line for the Jets? Eight to fifteen for the Chargers. Total points here uh, over under 39 and a half. Liam, your thoughts on this one? Well, one of my friends always says that doesn't matter who the Jets are playing, it'll be a one score game. Whether they play an awful team like the Giants or they play a good team like the Chiefs, it'll just be a one one score game. Um, and I think their defense is playing that well. Um, the Chargers should win. They've kind of got themselves back in a good position with how some of the other AFC results have gone and the fact that some teams like the Steelers are, are winning games you'd still fancy the Chargers if they get through later in the season to win more than a team like the Steelers. So they kind of need to win this game to keep in the playoff hunt. So yeah, I do fancy the Chargers to win. Um, I won't be betting three and a half just because I do think it's it's either going to be a touchdown or it's going to be a last second field goal. Chargers, are, I just don't, I wouldn't take the three and a half with those odds. So my best bet was minus five and a half. Uh, they win a lot of games by six with the whole go for two thing. Um, and it's five to four. So I just think five and a half versus three and a half, I'll just take the better odds and hope that it doesn't sit in between those two. But um, yeah, I think the Chargers should win. Herbert should be up, do enough to win this game. But I just think it could be a bit of a slow start with the, how good the Jets' defense is. Yeah, I think I think the best way to kind of say, say how the Jets play games is they kind of play the team and not the game. That's probably mm-hmm. why that probably is why they are so cl- so close in games, and you know they they may rise to to the levels of K- Kansas City's and and all the other you know good teams that they play. Um, but then they they stoop to the levels of the, like the Giants, and you know they 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 play in, in a darts term would be the play the board and not the player. Uh, sorry, play the player, not the board type thing. So, um, Adam, your thoughts on the game? It's going to be awful, isn't it? It's. Um... <laughs> Not one I'll be staying up to watch. Um, the Chargers are going to charge her because they always do. So um, I'm quite happy to take Jets plus three and a half um, if that's a line available anywhere still. I did. I think I put on our sheet Jets plus. Oh, no, I did three, three and a half. Yeah, so. sky, Sky's three and a half. Yeah, like as as you guys are saying, it's going to be close. And the Chargers, if it's close, will probably only win by three if they do win. I, I just don't trust their offense. Um, at all, and obviously the Jets, they have some kind of magic going on. They they are um, a poor man Steelers, basically, or a rich man Steelers. I'm not entirely sure who who I think is less deserving of the wins they've been getting recently, <laughs> but they, they they managed to get it done. So fair play to them. And obviously Aaron Rodgers might be back at the end of the season. So if they do manage to scrape in, then 
they might at least deserve some of the many, many, many primetime games that they've had this season. Yeah, this is this is one of those games you can play ten different times and get ten very different results. And like you said about there about trust, like I can't trust myself to bet any Jets or Chargers handicaps or totals. So again, similar to like the Thursday night game tonight, uh, where I, I'm just going props and managed to pick out uh, was it Austin Eckler over twenty eight and a half receiving yards. Um, the I've not looked too in depth at how the Chargers are against. Uh, sorry, how the Jets are against the run, but they seem to be in green in fantasy circles. So they can't be. They must be giving up production to the running back somehow. So uh, I just feel like Eckler. Um, he got. He's kind of. He, he'll be back to kind of full health this week, and he had. Um, I think he had a decent amount of receptions last week as well, and I, th- I think he scored. He scored one to get to went into the end zone, didn't he? So um, I thought that was a fairly low line. I think his rushing line was around fifty as well, or something as well. But mm. I think his rushing line was maybe a bit low because I think he'll get the majority of the of the work. And um, you know, Kellen Moore offense is generally you know passing to the to the running back or you know on wheel routes or screens and you know. Chargers do that quite a lot as well. So um, I just thought that was a slightly bit low. I thought it should be maybe in the 30s, his, his, his receiving line. Let me just have a quick look at what his uh, rushing and receiving yardage is. Cause yeah, I think I, was... I would, I'd be looking the other side of the ball personally and going for Brees Hall over 70 yeah. and a half uh, yeah. yards. Uh, yeah. He had 76 last week in obviously a very weird game, but um, Dalvin Cook doesn't really exist there for him anymore. So that's the way I'd be looking. Uh, 79.5. Yeah, Heckler rushing receiver at 79. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably go over there as well. But I'll go over that as well. Yeah, I like the over on receptions for Keenan Allen as well. He's been good this year. Eventually, he'll get a hamstring injury and be injured. That's what Keenan does. But until he does that, they're just peppering him so many targets. I think he had like two games with 14 targets. So, um, they haven't got a line on Sky yet, but his reception line last week was six and a half. So. If it's five and a half, six and a half, I, I, I fancy Keenan Allen to, to get that. Uh, the yardage will be harder to get because I think Jets will play. Ben don't break over the top, but I think Keenan will get loads of receptions. Yeah, what's uh, what's Eckler's receptions? Let's have a quick look. Uh, Austin course, Eckler receptions, uh, Don- four and a half. Donald mm. Parham or Joe whatever will score, uh, depending who's playing. I didn't realise Everett wasn't going to play last week and then Parham went and scored, so... I was a little bit miffed by that, but um, one of the tight ends will score for the Chargers because they do every week. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore loves a tight end. There you go. <laughs> don't don't take that one out of context. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's, move, let's move, move on to handicaps for the rest of the Sunday games. If you're watching uh, where any, wherever you can watch it, they are uh, scrolling along at the bottom of the screen. Liam, we'll start with your favourite handicap bit of the week. Yeah, so mine's boring. It already was Chiefs. Nice. Minus one and a half. Yeah. Um, but there are a couple of others I like. I, I like Seattle plus five and a half against the Ravens. I think that's pretty good. I like the Texans minus two and a half against the Bucks. Uh, and I like the one that Tim's picked as well. You'll read that in a minute. But yeah, the Chiefs were my uh, were my best one. There's a few kind of eight and a half, three and a half, four and a half this week. So there's some bad games. So yeah, I've gone for the Chiefs minus one and a half is my best. Yeah, I've gone for Philadelphia minus two and a half because uh, it's it's a, it's a Thursday. We're talking on a podcast, so I've got to go Philadelphia handicap. Um, yeah, Dallas, Dallas games have been a bit. Been a, uh, yeah, Dallas have been a bit a bit weird this this year in, in the sense that it's either a blowout against four or against them. There doesn't seem to be kind of any um, any any in between to, to be quite honest. And I was quite surprised at how uh, efficiently they dealt with the Rams last week. I was quite quite. Not necessarily pleasantly surprised, but um, wasn't the kind of result that I was, I was expecting. But um, yeah, being 
I'm, being a, being 9.25 or like kind of an evening game, there'd be a fair few eyes on this game and it's just a prime um, kind of fall on your fall on your face for Mike McCarthy uh, game. Philadelphia at home, uh, I, I would have expected them to be a bit more, maybe a, a three. I, th- I would have thought that they'd be, be begging you to take Dallas plus three and a half. I thought the line would be a three and a half here, not two and a half. Um, but Philadelphia just... I'm more confident in them squeaking out a win than than I would be with Dallas. Um, and yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it's a field goal game. So just so I would rather ch- I'd rather trust the leg of Jay Kelly at home uh, than I would. I know Aubrey Aubrey's been really good for for Dallas. I don't think he's missed a kick this season. But um, yeah, it's just, I think this is primed to be you know it's like, similar like the San Francisco game, just where Mike McCarthy's going to trip up over his size 15 clown feet and fall on his face so give me give me give me give me philadelphia minus two and a half yeah i I can't i can't argue your bet it's just the predictability of you going against the the cowboys (laughs) every week it's uh it it was a decent argument like the eagles are arguably the best team in the league maybe second best team in the league so it's difficult to go against them and yeah less than three points home is very good um, I was actually quite shocked at the pick I put in the sheet. Obviously, we left it a little bit late today. Um, and I've gone for Colts minus two and a half. It was, again, fading the Panthers. Obviously, they had their win last week. So um, I like Gardner Minshew to tear up a very poor Panthers defense. And the Colts should be able to do enough to cover three. Um, I, I Again, I kind of said that last week with the Texans on my on my column, at least. And Texans shit the bed a bit. But um, I think this week... It will be Minshew Mania again. Uh, Josh Downs has been my boy all season. Um, in the pop column, you can normally get over four and a half uh, receptions for him, but you're probably best doing five, six, seven if you can on a bit of a ladder. But um, yeah, for for my for my best spread, apparently I went for Colts minus two and a half um, to cover three points. Yeah, there's a couple that don't really make sense too much sense to me. Baltimore minus six and a half doesn't really make much sense. I'd certainly be paying up and doing plus seven for Seattle. I think that'd be a high scoring game and we'll get to total points in a minute. Um, but I thought that line was was a bit high. I know Baltimore are a decent offense and score a lot of points, but I think Geno Smith, regardless of whether it's in Baltimore or Seattle, I think we'll we'll keep up with them a little bit. And I thought was, that was a tad too high. Uh, I know Deshaun Watson's not playing for Cleveland, but Clayton Clayton Toon's playing for uh, for Arizona. So Cleveland minus six and a half, I thought was um, I'd, I'd be taking Cleveland on the on the handicap there because they can just. I was at eight now, yeah. Um, the de- the defense will just take care of Arizona with Clayton Tunes at quarterback. So, and then the other one was um, I know the Rams got absolutely demolished last week, but against Dallas, but Green Bay have not been pulling up many trees. So I'm not quite sure why they're three and a half point favorites against the Rams. I'd I'd take the Rams to to cover a field goal there. Uh, to the Stafford's Stafford's thumb injury, I think. Ah, uh, that is also true. Yeah, so he might play. To be fair, they haven't ruled him out. But you yeah, know, but Green, Green Bay Green Bay are that bad though. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it with the hook as well. Feels like a typical field goal game either way. Yeah. If Stafford's hurt, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, I think it's just one of those where the bookies want you to take the Rams, maybe, and obviously hope Stafford's out, and then you know yeah. Green Bay take the money. But again, Green Bay, I, I've done a few Green Bay handicap selections this this year, and it's yeah, Green Bay have not impressed me whatsoever. So um, yeah, I'd be happy to take the uh, Rams on that one. Any anything else before we move to points? No. Lovely stuff. Total points then, as I was scrolling on your screen, if you are watching, uh, Adam, your favourite over-under for week nine? Uh, Aidan O'Connell versus either Tommy Tommy DeVito or uh, Daniel Jones. I believe Daniel Jones is getting a little healthier, um, but Tyrod's definitely out. Darren Waller's definitely out. Um, so another 
Another 300 rush attempts for Saquon Barkley against Aidan O'Connell of the Raiders. Um, under 37 and a half, I think it was, when I, I put it on the sheet. Yeah, I, I don't see many points in that game, <laughs> frankly. No, I agree with you. I've I've gone for the same. I was just, there's quite a few th- unders I fancy in the in the kind of the thirty range. Uh, if I can just get me list up here. Um, and, uh, the, so the other one, while you're looking, is Bears Bears v Saints under forty one. I was quite happy with because again, uh, Tyson Tyson Bajan and uh, the the Saints haven't been able to complete drives this year. Yeah, uh, Cleveland Arizona thirty seven and a half is one I'd probably go under, but that just feels like the the Browns defense will get two touchdowns on on, on defense. So, um, but yeah, that feels like an under to me. Uh, that was kind of the only one, other one that, that that stuck out. Liam, your thoughts? Yeah, so your under is another one that I like for that game with uh, Tommy slash Danny DeVito playing at quarterback. Um, I don't mind the over. Uh, sorry, the under in Colts Panthers either, which I think is forty four. Where it's forty four in places, um, I yeah, I do think the Colts can win that game. <laughs> I just, I'd be slightly worried about the Panthers being able to score enough points, and then I do think if the Colts are winning, they'll just sit on it and run the ball. Um, but my best bet is an over, which you should probably never do, but still, let's go for an over. Uh, Ravens Seahawks over forty four and a half. Um, I think that's two really good offenses, to be honest. Yeah, uh, and I like I said, I do like the Seahawks on the spread. I could see the game going either way, but I definitely think we could get into the 50s with 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 how Lamar's playing. The running backs for Baltimore aren't playing well, which leads to only more passing, <laughs> which is good for the total. Uh, and yeah, Seattle's offense is playing really, really well. And uh, Gino's throwing the ball deeper this year down the field. So yeah, I fancy the over in that game. Yeah, unless unless Seattle's defense kind of sh- tries and kind of stifles Baltimore, I think it's going to be that kind of game where Baltimore just operate as they do, and then Seattle will elevate their game to to keep playing. They'll be chasing for the whole game, and I think the just scores will will keep going up. So yeah, no, I like uh, that was one I considered as well. But um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, the would like a word on you. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, so, how many yeah. how many touchdowns does he need to score in a game to for you to say that the the, the... <laughs> they run Three touchdowns yeah. last week, and you're second off. Touchdowns all right because Lamar's there, so it's easier. But they don't run very efficiently. It's like one and a half yards on first down if it's not Lamar. So that's what I meant. Sorry to Gus if he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gus Bass. Right, let's have a, have a quick recap of all of our bets then. So prime times th- Thursday night football over nineteen and a half receiving yards for for me, over one and a half pass TDs for Levis for Adam, and then Liam's gone. Uh, so that's two to one there for Adam. Liam's gone Henry and Harris fifty plus rush yards at thirteen to eight. Sunday night football between the Bills and the Bengals. I've gone over 49 and a half points. Uh, Adam's gone Bengals money line and Liam's gone for Cincinnati plus two and a half over 47 and a half points at seven to four. Uh, and then finally on Monday night football, Eckler over 28 and a half receiving yards at 10 to 11. And then Adam's gone eight, uh, plus three and a half for the Jets and Liam's gone minus five and a half uh, for the Chargers. So there's a little window there where you could both win. So that's that's nice, isn't it? Uh, and then, and then finally, the best bet trebles for the handicap. So I've gone Philadelphia minus two and a half. Adam's gone Indianapolis minus two and a half. And Liam, you well, you minus one and a half. I think you can get now, can't you? So, um, yes, yeah. minus two and a half when I put it on the thing. But yeah, so minus one and a half if you can grab it. And then total points. Me and Adam have gone for under thirty-seven and a half. Vegas Raiders against the Giants, and then over forty-four and a half for Baltimore Seattle for Liam. And then touchdown scores. We didn't really talk about much because there's not really much going on in terms of prices as per usual. But Darrell Henderson. Uh, for me, for the Rams, I think, again, regardless of whether Stafford plays or not, the Green Bay defence against the run is not that great. Um, so I think he'll be able to get into the end zone. Josh Downs, uh, Adams Adams boy, as he put it, and then um, 
Liam's gone for a bit of Kelsey uh, Hill double for the game that he's going to watch. So obviously he's hoping that uh, comes to fruition. There we go. Yeah. Any other TD scores that anyone wants to point out? Uh, um, I will say Josh Downs is two to one. Uh, Paddy Power has got a few prices, so yeah, I was happy with two to one for him. I'll uh, check yeah, out the Ke- other ones now. Yeah, Kelsey Hill's nine to four on the double, but uh, uh, I think someone in another group I'm in said that they've got a request to bet with better odds, but I haven't checked that. But yeah, maybe worth checking the request to bet to see if you get a better odds than, than that. Uh, and then I've mentioned it before, but Zach Charbonnet is still three to one in that game for the Ravens, uh, the Ravens Seahawks game, and uh, they do rotate running backs. Uh, and Jawan Johnson is eleven to four for the Saints uh, against the Bears, and Jawan Johnson loves a touchdown. He's healthy now, so I feel, I feel like the Saints will be in the red zone a couple of times. And Derek Carr loves a tight end, so go for Jawan. Hill and Kelsey one receiving touchdowns, twelve to five. So it's not hope you don't get Tyree Kill rushing end around. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather take the nine to four to include rushing touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so would I. Yeah, because you see that happening. I can even see Kelsey doing a stupid QB sneak just yeah. to, to excite excite the fans. So yeah, maybe I'll Correct. go for nine. Is Tay is Tay Tay heading to Germany this week, or is she on her tour? She's on the American leg of her tour, I believe, according to the Around the NFL podcast. Yeah, great, oh. excellent. Oh well, because I I don't believe I saw her last week at the Denver game. So she's um she's not the greatest boyfriend uh, girlfriend, is she? Slow her down. If she's there, I'll let you know. I'll take a selfie with her for you, Tim. Be fine. I don't want it. I don't care. Like... <laughs> no, for your wife, sorry. All uh, right. Your wife. Yeah, yeah, for more, yeah. <laughs> the newly the newly crowned Kansas City Chief fan. There we go. Okay. Never mind. Anyway, that will do it for today's show. Thank you all for joining us. So good luck with all your bets. And say so if you are going to the uh, the Germany game, try and find Liam uh, in his in his Kansas City Chiefs uh, attire. Who are you going with, Liam? What to the game? Myself. Oh, just going by yourself. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm meeting some of the um, Arrowhead Abroad guys over there, but my ticket nice. is by myself. I managed to get a face value one off a fan. Oh, nice. Um, they couldn't go anymore, so that was quite nice that, to do that rather than them trying to stitch me for a profit. So, yeah, I'm mm. going uh, going on my own uh, on the plane. I might be wearing my Burrow Head my ass jumper just for Adam. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I hope uh, I hope you have a fun time with Phil McCann. Yeah, uh, follow, he is going to be there. Follow, <laughs> follow at underscore Liam Horsley if you want to see his uh, his escapades over in Deutschland. But yeah, good luck with every, all your bets, everyone. Uh, so please gamble responsibly. We'll see you next week to look at week ten. Bye bye. <laughs>